It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host for today's episode. Well, good day, good day, good day. We are here in Buckhead today, and it is one of those beautiful days in our community. I'll tell you what, we got Rich Casanova here with us today and on the boards, and uh, we'll be joining us a little bit later for our segments. And we got Harry Hayes today in the studio, who is, uh, I'm going to call him the video monster, but he's going to give you another couple of names about himself. And I think one of them has to do with a puppy. I don't know. We're all into working with things. So we'll get into that process. But before we do that, we're brought to you at the courtesy of the Buckhead Business Association and co-sponsorship with Pro Business Channel. And we're here to bring businesses to the forelight because, after all, business is our middle name. So we're at the Pro Business Channel. With the Pro Business Channel Studios, excuse me, right here in the Buckhead community, right across from JW Marriott, adjoining the shadow of Lenox Mall. So we're having a lot of fun today, and we're going to get some great information. I wondered, have you ever thought why radio isn't called video? No, why radio isn't called TV? Well, because it's not. We all have faces for radio here today, and we're ready to be with you. But we're going to be talking about video today so that you can make a permanent image. And boy, right now in the marketplace today, our expert is Harry Hayes, who is making permanent images for a lot of folks. I know he's just shot some celebrities as well as some political candidates. So, uh, Harry, you know, that first question, I mean, before you introduce yourself, we'll do that a little later. But, you know, just tell me, why in the world is video so important in our marketplace today? Well, the big part of it is uh, the industry has changed. You know, the last... Uh, well, wait a minute, that's disruption, change, what is that? Is that good or Yeah, bad? I know we're having a whole conference about <laughs> disruption, but, you know, for that, um, I think that changed in about the last um, uh, 10 years or so. Um, you know, content marketing is such a big deal. Uh, in the last 10 years, it's exploded. Uh, businesses, are they're spending less on traditional advertising like television and sorry but they're spending less on radio today too <laughs> oh <Yeah. laughs> who is that i want yeah. names i want yeah. names yeah. who's but, spending less on radio <laughs> but the good news is they're spending more on internet marketing which oh, includes your yeah. radio thank so you thank you that's a good, good save harry yeah, yeah. i that do was, my that best was a close call i do my best yeah so but i was an advertising guy for 25 years i used to do uh you know uh, Budweiser, AT&T, all kinds of, you know, big brands and uh, flew around the country, the world, uh, you know, filming commercials and uh, writing and editing, et cetera. And, um, you know, and today it's all changed. I mean, it's people are spending uh, more on uh, blogs, social media, video, et cetera. And the reason is there's been a big shift in the industry. Um, people, it's really the way the consumers consume the media. Um, you know, we used to watch, I mean, all of us were older, right? We used to watch television. Watch it, watch it. We're not yeah, older. Well, okay. We're getting older, but older, we're not older. You're, I'm older than some of you. But, I mean, you know, when we were uh, younger, we watched television. Every, you know, 15 minutes or so, we watched commercials. We couldn't fast forward. We couldn't, we had, what, four channels to choose from? We couldn't really go and have a thousand or a couple thousand channels. Uh, you know, so we were really at the mercy of advertisers. Uh, we had to watch these things. And today it's totally different. We have uh, choices. Um, you know, there's a guy named Seth Godin. He's a marketing guru. And he, t- uh, he talked about permission marketing. Uh, the old paradigm was um, the um, – um, Advertisers would interrupt the entertainment. Whatever right. show we were watching, 
you know, they called it interruption, mar- you know, uh, marketing. And it's the same way on the Internet. You know, you'd have banners popping up when you don't want them to. You have commercials popping up when you don't want them to. And today, we don't have that problem. We can go to the Internet. We can go to YouTube. We can watch whatever we want to watch. <laughs> whenever we want to watch it for as long as we want to watch it. We're going to talk about some of those things about timing and, and process. But, you know, as, as we've watched things change, we watch the, the the quality and the quantity vary. So how are people getting across their messages today? And what's so important about video in terms of being the choice subject matter? Uh, well, I mean, like I say, the fact that they're not relying on paid media as much. They're, they're really doing it with the Internet. So I'll give you a statistic. Uh, 500 million hours of video are uploaded to YouTube, I think, uh, every day. I was going to say, don't tell me every minute. <laughs> no, well, yeah, wait wait an hour. Maybe it'll change. Uh, but that's quite a bit. 500 million hours. Of video. All right, whoever's out there on their calculator, figure out how many days, weeks, months, years that equals. Yeah, I don't think I want to watch all of that video, but and most of it's probably not very good video, uh, but well, still. And that is important. We're going to talk about quality, too, in both this segment and the last segment, because quality of the issue. You know, we all work on that factor of trust. So I know that you said you filmed commercials all over the world you know the reason you went all over the world was not only because of your clients but because of the quality of the backgrounds and things they wanted to have and you used to have to get on an airplane to go get a picture of the pyramids in your background but you can do so many different things now but talk about some of the challenges you've been able to overcome in in production and and what people can do to kind of excite their marketplace and and raise the quality of their product okay well i mean that's an interesting question. The <laughs> <laughs> I just I just made that one up. Yeah, really. It was on the bottom of the page. Well, we can skip. We can skip. But you know the you know we've heard just that. Let's see what is in in, uh, in 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 television. It was the green screen, and the and uh, in, in, in radio we used the blue screen. You know, uh, but people have to take time and think about their video. And you mentioned production, and when you the same thing you said about commercials earlier mm-hmm. years ago. I think people spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on, on oh, video gotcha. commercials and now uh, you know commercials can be produced for a little less than that but uh, talk about some of the, the quote not really budget escapes but talk about some of the reasonable things that people are doing now that really have a quality part sure, sure well i mean the old way of doing things and i i make it, i sound like a dinosaur here this is really depressing <laughs> that was only yesterday it was yeah, only really. yesterday it seems that way uh well i'll go back 10 years that's okay. a good a good range so well I'll, let's see when do you think video started being used on the web let's just since we started on the web for a minute let's focus here so about 2000 give or take 15 years ago um well it started being on the web the problem was you had dial-up so people really couldn't listen you know they couldn't upload a video it took them forever so size matters <laughs> yeah so to speak and you know so as the pipes have gotten faster videos become more popular so that is part of it um you know the other issue is cost like you said you know people used to spend a bunch of money i mean budweiser commercials were a million million dollars plus uh, I worked on uh, Bell South here in Atlanta. The average Bell South commercial was seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Whoa! In okay. my phone bill. <laughs> yeah, well, that's one, yeah one of the reasons. That's, all those fees went to paying for something, right? Um, you know, so that's a big part of it. And and even today, though, I mean, one of the things I have to overcome is business owners assume that production is going to be so expensive. One of the first things they ask about and think about is, well, I can't possibly afford that. 
You know, they they drive by, they see a movie being produced. There's so many movies being done in Atlanta right now. And they see those big production trucks and the cops that are stopping the traffic and the all the different crew and, people. And then, and then the building blows up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the crew is huge. And they're like, oh, there's no way I could ever do video. They just assume it's going to be this giant production. And, yes, there are companies in town that will do that kind of production for a business if that's what you want to spend your money on. But at the same time, uh, communi- you know, the technology has changed where new cameras, new kinds of, uh, you know, um, equipment were able to produce very high quality video for much less money. So, yes, you can still get an 8K camera for $50,000, but you can sh- shoot 4K, which is still very good quality, better than you really need, uh, you know, with a camera that's cost a couple thousand bucks. Well, like you said, it, there, there's there's so much overkill. I mean. If you think about a, a commercial costing $100,000 plus versus what the message, the simple message they were trying to get apart. Now, what, what can frogs naming a beer? How, how, how tough could that be? You had to train those frogs, right? Uh, actually, that was an extremely uh, expensive commercial. I'm, I'm it was, sure. Those were all animatronic frogs that were built. And uh, another guy, he actually lives in Charlotte, that uh, was the creative director on that spot. Well, so as we've now fast-forwarded uh, – from as you said, uh, quote size matters, but the fact that we we could not put video down our pipes into our homes and we could not see it on the thing, and of course video has got to be live. It's got to be something other than words on the screen. It's got to be animated. It's got to be a live actor. It's got to be a trust factor. Uh, let's spend a few minutes here and talk about the the words and the length in the video marketplace today on the web. Uh, there's an ideal length, I'm told, for a a video segment, be it a blog or be it a a Q&A or whatever. We well, talk in sound bites, right? Yes. Well, part of it is it depends on how you're using it. If it's a web video for your company, 60 seconds is a really nice round number. Uh, you know, if someone calls me and says they want a five-minute video, my in my mind, I think two minutes because that's really what they want. But if it's for social media, you're thinking more like 10 seconds, you know, and you're doing a lot of them. But still, you're not doing 60 seconds for social media, Um Normally. Well, let's talk about a little bit of the production, and we'll wrap up the segment and go back in. But if you were going to write a, uh, well, you know, let's just use uh, Harry the Superhero. Harry the Superhero is going to have a 60-second web commercial. It's going to be aired tomorrow. Tell me about how you'd go about putting that together in our last minute of this segment. Well, one of the things I talk to clients about, a lot of video people talk about storytelling. You know, how to tell a story with pictures, how to tell a story with words, etc. Part of the, 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 the challenge is going to be figuring out something visually interesting. Having somebody on camera for, you know, 60 seconds or longer just talking is not a great video. I don't care how interesting you are. You can be a comedian. You can be whatever. But you're probably better off cutting to something else at some point. Well, it's, it's, it's media that keeps your attention. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say we're not going to see 60 seconds of Harry's in a cape and, and tights. Okay. Nobody wants to see that. Trust me. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see Harry rescuing children. We'll see him ra- ra- raging, raging, running into a burning building. And now what about the scripting and what about the background and what about the process and what about production because that's something that you can do on your kitchen table anymore uh well anybody can do anything on your kitchen table i suppose but i mean scripting first of all is uh getting rarer uh in video uh the vast majority of what you see is a documentary people you know most production resources when you you know have them come in to do a video they're going to put a camera in your face and say talk and then they're going to shoot a bunch of b-roll and edit something together so it's really up to you the business guy 
to figure out what the story is going to be and what you want to talk about. They can edit out all the ums and ers and all that and make you look good. But most production places are not going to have writers and they're not going to do scripts. Uh, some do. Some some of them call people like me to, that know how to write, you know. Um, now, that's one way to tell a story is a documentary. Uh, it's, it's very authentic and real, and it's a business guy telling about himself. That works, and no, no questions asked there. So what I'm hearing you say is, is make it a true story. Make it about the business of the product and, and do it succinctly. And oh, ab- absolutely succinctly. But then there's other ways to tell a story. I mean, you know, maybe it's a voiceover. Maybe it's an animation thing. Maybe it's typography, you know, uh, interrupted by pictures or, you know, visuals. Um, you know, so there's more than one way to do it, I guess, is okay. the point. Well, that's great for a great place to break because I'm going to ask you a tougher question after the break. So we're here with Harry Hayes. I'm Michael Moore, your host of the Buckhead Business Show today. We're talking about video in the marketplace or video on the web or video to make your company just look better, feel better, and sound better as you go about the marketplace. The Buckhead Business Association is, uh, gosh, Rich, are we 65 years old? Uh, I don't know about you, but yeah, the BBA oh. is probably. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 watch, hey, watch. You saw my birthday. You got my driver's license. Tonight. Did you get that back from the club, by the way? So. Um, yeah, that's that's. A <laughs> you used it, you young guy. I was looking for your credit card to actually get your driver's license. Yeah. But uh, Buckhead Business Association has been around for 65 years. We uh, we celebrate each Thursday morning with a meeting at the City Club of Buckhead. We learn about some interesting things, and we do that with a speaker. And we do that on the first, second, and fourth Thursday of each month normally in the third Thursday month, we normally do something very special, and I won't date us, but today's the third Thursday, and we're going to be doing something very special. Annually, we produce a couple of events, of course, an annual luncheon. We have a signature luncheon, but today, we're thinking about the Taste of Buckhead business, which is where a number of vendors are going to come together and celebrate doing business in the Buckhead community, as well as some of our finest restaurants, watering holes, and night spots are going to be there with us, along with our hotels, to talk about where you need to be spending your time as you live, work, play, and love being part of Buckhead. So this is Michael Moore. We're here at the Buckhead Business Show, and we're going to roll back into our segment now with Harry Hayes, who's talking about video. Wow. You know, you can even look good in video, right, without tights. So, Harry, tell us a little bit about yourself and literally walk through that story about your last two or three, four years as you've really moved in from being a general mediaist and a high-powered PR guy and a media guy into being a, an entrepreneur. And I don't want to say solopreneur because I know you use other, other folks to produce talent as well as uh, produce some of your products for you. But talk about that experience over the last five years of, of watching video, as we say, come down in cost as well as come down in the availability go up in the availability for a business owner well for me it actually started a little bit earlier than that it was more like 10 years um i was freelancing i had just lost my job and i got a call to do uh, some scripts some web video scripts for intel it was an agency out in california and they needed ideas so i did what every writer would do i you know wrote the scripts in a minute got paid well, a couple of weeks later, they called me back, and they said they wanted a client like one of my ideas. They want to produce it, but they're busy. They got so much going on, so they wanted to know could I produce it for them here in Atlanta. And I'm thinking, hey, I can direct this thing, right? So this was a way for me to like come up in the world a, a notch or so. And uh, they gave me a budget. I think it was a whopping forty thousand dollars. Now remember, this is when commercials were costing in my world seven hundred plus. So that didn't seem like a whole lot of money. Uh, but then I hired, you know, a production company, a crew, uh, an editor, uh, location costs, the actors' costs. So I ended up, you know, passing out, you know, uh, checks to a whole uh, bunch 
to my friends. Almost all your money. Yeah, I didn't keep a whole lot of that, but I ended up with a nice little video for Intel, uh, which is still on my website. Um, and then I ended up with a, in a meeting with a guy that was doing Coca-Cola work, and he looks at the video, and he really liked it. And he goes, and then once again, this is 10 years ago, and he says, um, well, did you, uh, did you shoot this yourself? And I thought that was the strangest question. Nobody did anything like that themselves. We, you know, in the advertising industry, we oversee that that kind of stuff. And then he uh, and I said, "Well, no, I had a production company and a DP." Then he says, "Did you edit it yourself?" And I said, "Well, no. You know, I had an editor." And he and he points out to his lobby and he says, "You see that kid sitting out on the on the couch out there with his Apple Mac?" Yeah, and he goes, <laughs> "He does all that stuff himself. He just got out of SCAD. I'll give SCAD a plug, though I didn't go there." And, you know, I, I, in my mind, I was like, wow, things are really changing. I need to be more hands-on. So I think I bought Final Cut, the editing program, the next day. And over the next couple of years, I started editing more and more stuff. My next agency job, I started editing in-house, doing presentations and commercials. Then we started a little in-house production thing where we started uh, still hiring a crew to shoot, but it's very small, very cost-effective. And... Um, you know, from there, I got into buying my own camera and doing the whole thing. So now it's literally, you know, I can walk up and do the whole thing myself if I need to. Now, now you sort of look like the little guy from SCAD with a backpack on your back and a <laughs> tripod and your, and your apple under your arm, right? Yeah. Very, yeah. Well, you know, the, 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 ma- the magic thing about that, I think, is it compresses the time. Now, just go back and take that, quote, Intel commercial you thought about. It probably took three weeks to work. Uh, something like that yeah. with the full edit and everything else. And yeah. if you took out some of those variables in the middle and, and moved it back down, it'd probably be a one-week job, right? It probably is, and the only reason it would take that long is because it had actors. I mean, I, I'm not going to describe the thing and go and be boring, but think yeah. of it as kind of like... Um, it's like it's like getting a plumber to fix your dishwasher. Yeah, yeah well, well that, that particular video was kind of like an episode of The Office. You were in an office setting, and you're going from cubicle to cubicle, uh-huh. interviewing people, talking to camera. Sure. So you had to have all those actors, and you had to do the casting, and all, that takes time. Oh, yeah, well, you, but we can... Point being, we can compress things a lot. Now, you talked about 60 seconds and 30 seconds and 15 seconds. Uh, you know, talk about something that's going to go to the web if we were going to produce a Pro Business Channel video today. What, what's some of the things we need to be thinking about? Besides makeup. Okay. Oh, makeup. Uh, <laughs> all right. Boy. Hey, cut, <laughs> cut the mic. Cut the mic. <laughs> he looked right at Michael when he said that, yeah. 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 Cut the mic. Cut yeah. The mic. yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice way to get out of that one, Rich. <laughs> well, I was, I was a preemptive strikeout. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it would be uh, like you would be, well, for pro business, I mean, honestly, I would probably go more of a documentary approach. You know more about the people you've interviewed and what you're doing than I do. Okay, so So, I guess here now, here we are live at the Pro Business Channel looking over the shoulder of Michael Moore as the story unfolds. Yeah. Well, that would be Michael doing his own video. That's that's awesome. That, that, it was that, over my shoulder, though. That's, the Orson Welles that's him doing his voiceover. Yeah. So yeah. If I can jump in, um, yeah. that's one of our uh, big picture missions. Our, our concepts is to produce uh, what I consider like uh, behind the scenes document business documentaries. A day in and, life. Huh? Well, and but but even maybe more than that, kind of follow that 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 business person, that company, uh, you know, through their life cycle, whether it's over a period of several years or months, or whatever. But kind of behind the scenes. Uh, uh, you know, a working model of how that business, the challenges that they, um, that they, the struggles they go through, the wins that they get, and um, you know, looking over their shoulder as they're you know pursuing their business, I think would be fascinating. Right. Well, I mean, one of the things I talk about with people, uh, I mentioned the cost before. Uh, it's really surprising to me when I talk to business owners about doing a video about their business. 
Uh, yes, they talk about cost. They want a ballpark of what something's going to be. But they're just as interested in what is it going to be about? What is it that I should say? Whether they're on camera or not, you know, what's the video going to be about? And that's a bigger, for a lot of them, that's a bigger stumbling block. than the Well, one. you have to shepherd them through that process because they, 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 they would say so much. And they would get across such a, such a little amount of that. So you've yeah. got to, as a scriptwriter, you've got the great experiences to bring that back down to the three, four, five salient points, which is all you're going to get to say in 60 right. seconds. Sir. Well, normally I, I, I give them examples. I, uh, the way I usually describe it is I talk about the different types of stories that work. You know, what is it that most people do? Um, you know, the most obvious one is the origin of your business. How did you become whatever it is that you're doing? You know, how did you start your business? Uh, did you have problems starting that business? Because people love adversity, you know. If you, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in a disruption this week here. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, did you, uh, you know, did it get flooded out? Did you not get a loan? You know, whatever happened, mm-hmm. what, what did you have to overcome to start that business? You know, did you have to get a, a degree or certified or whatever it is? Did your, is it a family business? Talk about your, your father, you know. I mean, there's a lot of interesting stories. History is important to every business. And then the second biggest one is the products. You know, tell me about a product. You know, video is the best way on earth to show a product demonstration, other than live, maybe. You know, you, you can go for a test drive in a car, but with a video, you can see every little detail about that car and how it works. Uh, or, you know, uh, any product, really. So, uh, you know, talking about a product and demonstrating it on camera, that's that's a great way to go. Another one is um, customer stories. Talk about your business. Take people on a tour of your business. You know, people love behind the scenes information. You know, where where does the dry cleaning go when it goes on the little rack into the back of the of the, of the dry cleaner? Or where did it come from when it comes back out? Well, you know, people want to know that. I mean, as silly as it is, you know how how stuff works. Uh, web channels like that oh, yeah. are extremely oh, popular, huge. and that's why people want to know this stuff. I, I, I was watching a video this morning online that how uh, money's printed, the process it goes through, and and, um, yeah, it is fascinating. On, on, on paper, Rich. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, exactly, yeah. But um, no, I, I love what uh, what's unique about Harry. What I'm hearing is not only the experience behind the camera, but that script writing and being able to put the talent in there. Because a lot of times you engage with a uh, a company for their services, and you know you're the customer, and you really look. For, it's so it's a game changer when that service provider can say, um, like we were at a venue yesterday, and we we're configuring certain uh, configurations in the room, and you look to them to say, what have you all done? You know what works best in in your setting, right? So if you came to Harry, uh, you know we want to produce a, a commercial, if you will, or a production about our our widget or our company. Which, what, what, would, what advice would you give? And sometimes you ask that question to a service provider that's been doing it for years, and you get that deer in the headlights. Like, I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm like, well, this is not my widget. You know, this is not, what, not my wheelhouse. I'll, really I'll, give, you, I'll give you a perfect example. Yesterday afternoon, I was shooting at Glass Build America. That's a big trade, a big trade show. And uh, it's at the Georgia World Congress Center. I think it's still there today. And the last segment of the of the of the thing was uh, I was at one of the companies I won't name them because it'll embarrass the guy. It was a see through company, <laughs> but I just you know I had a guy on camera. He's a young sales guy. Now think about it. He's working a trade show. He's done nothing for the last two days except talk about the same product over and over again. I need a thirty second clip of this guy telling me about his product. He couldn't do it. He saw the camera. He <laughs> right, exactly. total deer in the headlights. The red light comes on. Yeah, and I'm to make it worse. I had been with you, Michael Moore, who's shooting your stuff. 
for most of that day, I'm running low on uh, you know space on space on my camera and on my battery at that moment, and I'm I'm thinking this you know I've got this no problem. Well, after about the fourth or fifth take, I get the little blinking red light. It's like I'm in trouble. You know, I, yes, I got it. I got I'm everything. Everything's fine. But, I mean, it's the kind of thing where you never know what somebody's going to have a problem doing. Well, you told me you're good at editing, so I'm sure it's going to be an editing story. So let's go to a little break. We're uh, here at the Buckhead Business Show this morning. I'm Michael Moore. We've got Rich, Rich Casanova's here co-hosting, and he's on the boards. And we were to Harry Hayes. And I'm going to call Harry the new superhero of video. But I want to talk a little bit about his company as we go into the third segment. But uh, we're brought to you from the, from the pleasure of the Buckhead Business Association and a pro business channel. And we're over here looking love Lynx Mall right off of Peachtree Street near the center of the universe, I'm told. So. Well, it's Michael Moore here with you. We're at the Pro Business Channel this morning. I've got Harry Hayes with me, and we are going to learn a little bit more about video and your company. Uh, I'll let Harry tell you a little bit about his story briefly because he's been doing something very interesting. Uh, Branding is important. So if I told you his brand was the content puppy, what do you think he does? Because his history was he had been a screenwriter, a storyteller. And a, and a writer before he became a videographer and a really super neat guy. And you're going to hear a lot more about him. So, Harry, give us that little background again about how you got into business. And then, of course, talk about some of your fun and what we should be doing with video here at the Pro Business Channel or what any company would be doing with, with video. Sure. Well, I mean, part of it is, you know, we talked about the industry changing. And my last agency job, I get into an agency and I realize no one's buying uh, television commercials and all that stuff anymore. Everything's content. They're writing blogs. They're doing white papers. They're doing videos for you know online. They're doing social media. A lot of them are uh, you know I don't know what you're doing behind my back. Here. <laughs> We're watching Facebook Live with Harry. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Live. It's 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 just it's it's just engaging, right? So. Um, you know, people were, you know, I realized people were doing all this content marketing and it's huge. It's just exploding in, in popularity among businesses, uh, much to the chagrin of like, you know, television networks and cable companies. Um, you know, so once I, uh, I was ready to start a business, I called it Content Puppy because I thought I would, I would be doing all kinds of content, you know, blogs and everything. Did you do we that? We got that on video too. Yeah, that's, oh, perfect. We got a real control for Harry's chair or whatever. Yeah, it's oh, one of those lift chairs. That, yeah, right, exactly. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this think, is live. Yeah, yeah. Step up. Yeah. This is not a uh, edited video this that Harry put pr- 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 Thank God I'm not on video. Oh, wait, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was uh, you know so content marketing. <laughs> I thought I would be writing more and doing you know that kind of stuff. Uh, six months later, I changed my website and made it all about video because that's all anybody was hiring me to do. Well, that's what the content is today. You're doing. I mean, because the story's important, the trust factor is important, but the long term story. What that old tacky saying: a picture's worth a thousand words. Well, man, when you put it in video, it's worth a million every second. Because our what we learned yesterday: seventy thousand thoughts. Per day. Well, you think about it. If you, you can actually do the math on that one. If you got twenty four frames a second <laughs> times that many pictures, you know you can you can work that out. Uh, my mind doesn't work. Yeah, I think it is more than <laughs> maybe one hundred and ten. I don't know how many that is. A bunch, so, a bunch. Yeah. So, in in the process of production, you know, Harry, how do they get in touch with you, and and what do you want people to know before they come to see you? Tell me that. Uh, well. Uh, it's nice if they know what they want to do. You know, uh, I don't like to, to go and, and try to educate them, you know, totally. Well, I guess the important part is how do they contact me? Let's start there. Uh, my website is contentpuppy.com. 
I won't give you a phone number on the radio. I don't think anybody's going to write that down right now. But come to contentpuppy.com. You can contact me through the website, no problem. And there are lots of examples of types of videos, everything from event marketing to political advertising to you know product demonstrations. Now, uh, let me get this straight. Did you do your own videos, Harry? I did my own videos, yes. Well, as a, as a business owner, uh, let's, let's wrap, wrap up here this statement by talking about how important it is to have, I won't call it a trust-generating video. I know you've done some stuff you mentioned for politicians, but also business owners. They need to have people be able to see, feel, and touch them. So talk a little bit about the, the, the reason that somebody would want to do the first video and what it might be to, to, to portray their company in a, in a good light for the market. Right. Well, the first thing I think people need to realize is the importance of it. Um, the way consumers – well, let me think about it a different way. People used to come – let's say they're going to buy a car. They'd come to the car dealership and ask the salesman, tell me about this car. And they want to know. They don't know anything about it, right? And salespeople – we used to trust salesmen. To explain all this stuff. (laughs) Big mistake. Well, trust them to tell you what you should buy, what's the best one, et cetera. We had consumer reports, magazines, things like that. But in general, salespeople shepherded us through that process, right? Today, 50% of consumers are going to look at videos and do research before they even step foot. In a, on a car lot or a, or a business, you know, before they go to Target or someplace to buy that, you know, uh, you know, juicer or whatever it is they're wanting, they're going to go online and look at videos. And, uh, and that's why it's so important to do videos for a website and social media. Uh, you know, they're going to go to YouTube and uh, search for something and learn all about it before they even think about buying it for real. Well, in the beginning, Rich said he was looking for some more content. And we want to be a content puppy here. Rich, you've been taking some notes about how to do your first video. So I know you've been on video before, but let's let you start all over again. As a new customer, what questions would you have for Harry? Yeah, I, I just want to, you know, uh, ask about, you know, what's the end goal? What, what's the, uh, uh, the, the less than a minute is a good uh, to put on my uh, uh, timeline for the video to put on our website, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, would you also coach people to do that three-minute segment and then the full-length version? I mean, where's the applications for that? Because we get that question a lot. Like, uh, what's a good um, time segment for a podcast or for a show or a radio show? And uh, we used to do hour-long shows. Now we've done 30 minutes. But there are podcasts and there is broadcasts that are five to seven minutes. That's the entire episode. Right. There's a uh, Joe Rogan that does, what, 33-hour episodes? So, I mean, how do you handle that? Okay, so I'll ask you a question. Do you stay up 33 hours and watch the one, or do you let, <laughs> take it into little segments like that? I, I think what it's based on is we talk about content on demand. So, it's based on the audience, right? Right. And so, what we've talked about doing is like a video clip of the show, like a highlights reel, like a trailer, mm-hmm. and then say, to listen to the entire show, you know, click here. Because audio has its big place in terms of podcasting. People can listen to that content uh, while they're walking, running, jogging, walking their dog, you know, driving, doing all kinds of stuff. But that video gives them a sense of what the show is about, a visual, uh, again, that kind of trailer. So is there a, you know, how do you answer the question as far as length of time? Well, I still say um, one to two minutes is the length you should shoot for. What I would recommend is doing multiple videos. So let's say you have a lot of things you want to talk about. Well, Let's start a YouTube channel. Let's have, you know, where you can go and, you know, for example, Home Depot, you want to know how to paint a wall. You go, there's like three videos on how to paint a wall, right? Uh, How to do drywall, how to do whatever. Uh, Any business that knows what they're doing can do a series of videos. Um, I did a a series uh, last year with a landscaper. 
um, you know, where every uh, every little one minute clip was a YouTube thing on his channel, and he he's talking, you know, different ways uh, problems that he's solving. So like how to how to stop erosion, how to you know do feng shui design, how to use color, you know, etc. So he had all these different videos with little titles where you knew where, what each one was going to be. Well, yeah, I really like that idea. A series. I was going to ask that question earlier, maybe off air, but the. Um, the, the concept of a series and also where it's tagged, meta tagged, but also title tagged by that subject matter. So right. that as a consumer, you know, maybe 17 in the series, but uh, I really want to jump forward or fast forward. I kind of, I'm a, well, uh, right. not well, a beginner, but not an expert. Right. right. Well, the point is, is uh, video marketing is just like blogging. Yeah. You know, uh, the Google rankings, all of that stuff, you know, you want to be uploading things constantly to the website, uh, you know, refreshing your content, having new things for people to see, and that's going to keep you high in the rankings. So with videos the same way, you know, doing one video and leaving it there for eternity is not necessarily <laughs> right, the best, right, right. best it's like It's like an old Thanksgiving <laughs> leftover turkey. You got. Well, we, we've had a great show today, Harry. One more time. If they want content and they want it on the web and they want it video or they need it for their business or they even need it for a trade show, uh, to show because that's one of the things you tell your story in 30 seconds or for 40 45 seconds or whatever is a, a rolling video at a trade show would save that poor salesman from not knowing his story so how do sure. they get in touch with you one more time uh, my website's the best way it's content puppy not content puppy but content puppy <laughs> is it spelled the same way it is spelled <laughs> oh, the same darn. way okay so i occasionally get the other so, reading so you people. have both domain names then I do. <laughs> Funny how that works. But, Two for the price of one. Yeah, but for the for the record, I do not train dogs. I don't care about training dogs. It's contentpuppy and uh, dot com, and I hope to hear from somebody. And this is this is Harry Hayes, our superhero here on the Bookhead Business Show on the Pro Business Channel, overlooking lovely Lenox Mall on a beautiful city day in Buckhead. Our community is here, located on Peachtree Road near the center of the universe. So this is Michael Moore, and your co-host, Rich. Casanova today on the boards and our guest, Harry Hayes. Let's do some good video, guys. Thank you for joining us and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.